Okay, good morning everyone. Let's get started. Today is Daf Chav Aleph, number 21. Second to the last Daf of Meseches Shkolim. Yes, we're going to do a review first of yesterday's Daf, Daf Chav, and then get to today's Daf. What did we learn yesterday? Yes, yes we are. Tomorrow's the CM Be'ezer HaShem Yisbarach. One more page, yeah. So we started off yesterday with the story of an individual uh, um, that was going and traveling, and he had a piece of meat on his shoulders, and a huge bird flew down and swooped down and grabbed the meat off of his back. And then uh, sometime, sometime later, he noticed the bird with, um, with a piece of meat, and, um, and he... He was able to get that piece of meat back, and he asked uh, Rav, the Allah, and Rav says, this is not allowed, because the meat that he took from you, he ate already. This meat that you found, that's a different piece of meat. It's an ervela, it's not kosher. In other words, it's basar shenis alam and ayin, even though what's the chances, what's the likelihood, it doesn't matter, it's still considered basar shenis alam and ayin. Okay. Next thing, um, um, uh, there was another story of uh, there was a, basically a river uh, that overflowed and it, and it swept away some of these zikin of uh, like they're basically le- leather um, what? wine skins they're called right wine skins S-K-E-I-N-S right is that what it is? Right. No, now, no. So let, let's, uh, oh, so you want to know the context of what we're learning. Okay, so just to, to remind us of the context, what we're talking about over here is um, continuing with the topic of where what happens when in those 13, remember the 13 collection boxes. So if there's money in between, what do you do? So once we talked about that, we talked about where you find money anywhere. And once we talked about that, we got into the topic of uh, when you, when, that there's an issue with meat. Can you assume that the meat's okay or it's not okay? And um, we discussed that. And then we discussed also, this is the concept of called basar shenis alam and ayin. When meat is hidden from the eye, then you can't assume it's the same meat. Maybe, it was a, maybe something changed. Maybe it's not the same one. Maybe it's no good. And that was the, that's, where, that's how we're up in this discussion right now. Now... So uh, again, so you have these wineskins that, are, that, are, uh, that, that, are, that were swept away and then they were found. So the Shiloh came and uh, um, came before um, uh, Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Blazer and he said that if, you, if they can recognize the knots, so that that would qualify as a simon. Same story, very similar story happened where a, uh, a kankan, a jug, showed up in the synagogue in Buli I don't know how it got there. It rolled in, and um, and uh, came before Rabbi Yirmi the Shaila, and he said, "If look, the people who make the the simonim on the on the barrel on this container will recognize it as theirs, so then we can assume that it's the same one." Then we saw a little a uh, little bit like on the other side, 
if there's a, that there was a roast goat that showed up in a large uh, open area in the, in, in the city of Gufta, in the street of Gufta, and um, they mattered it to not only be able to keep it, and you don't have to return it, but also it's kosher. And that's based on the two factors. Number one, um, Mitzia uh, dictates that if something is found in a very public place, even if there might, might be a simon on it, but the idea is, is that the owner surely gives up hope and it's uh, a huge thoroughfare. You know, just imagine, you know, even if you have your wallet that's lost on uh, Fifth Avenue, I mean, this is before pandemic days, it's very crowded. And, uh, you know, like you just don't, you'll give up right away, even with the simon. It's just like if you lost it in the ocean. So that's the idea. And that's the halacha in Bab Metziah brought down. So the same thing, um, uh, the same thing over here, as far as Metziah is concerned, you can keep it. Now, uh, what about kosher? You have a right to assume that it's kosher, but if, you, if the most of the people this area are kosher keepers, so then you can assume that it's properly been properly slaughtered. So that's what they said it's motor. And the case was that it actually turned out that it was Rab's. I mean Rebbe. came from Rebbe's house. So it had actually pretty reliable heksher and it basically was borne out to be correct. Next thing we saw was the a wheel, a cheese wheel rolled into the the uh, inn of Levi. And they also said that it uh, that it's mutter for Metzia and mutter for Rov Malchid Rachim. Most people are kosher keepers, so it's not Kvina Sako. And the same idea as before. And sure enough, it actually came from Rebelazar Rabiosi, but you would be allowed to keep it. The end of the Perik, so we saw Ramona ask the question. He says, Look, it's saying that you can keep it, but you'll see all the rabbis, even if they find, if they find a wallet, let's say, in a very busy you know, street in Manhattan. They, they call it out, they announce it or something. They're not willing to just uh, assume that it's fine. Okay? So he says, that's not true. Your own father, who's Rabiona, uh, said that if he wishes that he would find something, so he'd make it, you know, make it rich. That's, the, that's his, uh, his stadlis for Parnassa. He's like, I'll find a wallet on the street. You never know. I look around, you know. Anyway, so sure enough, but actually... It doesn't change with the value. That's, a, that's really the point. If it's something that's a very... Um, if it's such a big crowd, you know, like... You, I'll tell you a, a true story. It happened to my, my father-in-law. He had a, uh, uh, an envelope full of cash, and he, and he, had a, and he was running a few errands. And uh, whatever it was, it was in his pocket, and he needed to put something in the, in the post office. And... Uh, um, you know, and he, 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 he left, and then he realized that he left his huge envelope filled with cash um, in the post office. And he, he was Miyayish. He just went back on the, on the outside chance that it was still there. And sure enough, you know, it, they, you know they, he got it. But, uh, but as far as giving up hope, he says, what are the chances? It was unmarked bills. It was like, there's no reason to assume that a guy who's behind in the line is going to... But he was close, no? It, I don't know. It was you could uh, whatever it was, <laughs> whatever it was. He did manage to get. He, he was all together, but he he had given up hope because that's the idea. You you, you know you may not be happy about giving up hope, but uh, your hope doesn't change based on how much money it is. <sighs>
Although it's true that if it's more money, some people are more likely to return than if it was like if it was five dollars, people would put it in their pocket. If it's five thousand dollars, then they might sure. feel. Sure. I'm saying it's different. <laughs> I mean, it's like those bags that fall out of the brakes of truck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I'm saying that, that that's the question that David's asking is that is that is that is that does the amount make a difference? And the answer is not really. That's what I'm saying. And when you're honest with your hope, I mean, you 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 wish you didn't uh, give up that hope, much, yeah. <laughs> but you did, okay? Because you don't expect to find it. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, that brings us to the next Mishnah, which is uh, if you find an animal in your shalayim. Anywhere from Yerushalayim all the way to Migdal Eder, in all directions. Um, if it's male, we have to, you should bring it as a Korban If it's female, you bring it as a Shlamim. And Rabbi Yudah says if it's fit for Pesach, within 30 days to Pesach, so then we assume that it's Korban Pesach. It used to be that uh, the person who find it would bring it as a Korban, and then he would... Um, and then uh, they would say, okay, but there's no Nesachim. <laughs> it needs its Nesachim. So pay out of your pocket the Nesachim. Well, that didn't fly off very well because it's not their carbon anyway. And just because you're penalizing the guy who found it, it's like, uh, and therefore they just run, would run away and not return, you know, make believe they didn't find it. Okay, so uh, move on, you know. So uh, therefore, Bezdin said, you know what, we'll take on the Nesachim, it's on us. And that was one of the Takanis Bezdin that was established. This is one of them. Another, a few interesting takanas uh, that were that were de- decreed at that time. Um, if a gentile sends, also related to nesachim, if a gentile sends nesachim, um, uh, sends a korban with the nesachim, so we'll use his nesachim. But if he neglected to send nesachim, not realizing that it comes along with nesachim, so then it was Michel Tzipor. Similarly, if a convert dies and Yeah, right. Why is that our problem? Right, exactly. Of course, the answer is is that it's 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 good uh, it's good marketing yeah. and good uh, PC or whatever. It's politically correct and it's and it's showing care. It's like it goes over well that uh, that we that we that we you know like it doesn't it doesn't you know if if there's a concept of sending carbonas and they're just not educated they were trying to send a carbon it's not worth it to say excuse me but maybe like what do you want to do hit him up yeah, they they sent it they sent, you call him back and said yeah but there's also libations it's like snarish you don't want to it just doesn't it just doesn't go over well it's not going to be it's not going to be oh yeah yeah okay yeah. All right. Okay. Um, next thing we talked about is also a convert who passes away, so he has no yorshim. So um, and he had korbanos, so the korbanos is supposed to be brought. But if they're the nesachim, then those nesachim will pay, will bring it. But if not, so then it's also mishal tzibur. Another uh, condition of the court. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there is a machlokas. Some people say, oh, there. Another condition of the court is the kain gadol that dies. The mincha is brought mishal tzibur, but according to Rabbi actually, it's the yarshim that take care of it, and that uh, that sirus uh, eifa is actually brought differently when it's brought by the yarshim or by the tzibur. It's shleima. It's not split like the kain gadol does half in the morning, half at night. Um, it's uh, done all in one sh- uh, shot. We'll see more about that in 
today's daf. And salt and wood of the base of Migdash was available for the Kahanim because uh, we're not making the Kahanim have to go home and bring their own salt from the house to flavor their food. They can, use, they can benefit from it, as well as wood to use it as the fuel. It's part of the perks of being a Kohen, and it's on us, so to speak. Okay? Next thing we saw is the, para, uh, the ashes of the paraduma. We said that there's no meal on the ashes. That's also Takana. We'll see more about that as well. Um, and the kinin that are apostle, the tzibur takes care of them. Um, and according to because we want to make sure that the women are all covered. So if there's some issue that happened, we are going to basically make good on it. So that they, because since the system is, there's a lot of women bringing karbanas, it, it, it's, much, it's very difficult to keep track. So even if something goes wrong, we'll take care of the next one. We're not going to say to all the women, okay, look, there was uh, some, one, one animal, one bird that died, or one thing that went wrong, so therefore... Um, you know, we all have to chip in more. It's like we, we didn't do that. It's on us. And according to um, uh, according to Rabiosi, that was the responsibility of the uh, of the person who provides the birds. That's your that's the catch. You know, like you, you want to be the one who's providing the birds. You're, making, you're selling them. You got to include the fact that you're going to be um, taking care of the puzzle ones as well as the lost ones, which is what we saw. Yeah. Yes, if there was a Zav, a Zav could bring a king. Yeah, but think about it. A Yodos is quite common. A Zav, bodily emissions are quite rare. More rare. Okay? And also, it's only if they're poor. uh, Right, so it's a poor, it's a, right, it's a, so... Would bring a pair of birds, right? So, but, but well, so the most common birds of Kinim was uh, was Yoledes, and that's only women, right? Um, but also, even even there, there's a, there was a there was an option for wealthy to bring different. It wasn't necessarily birds. Okay, if I remember correctly. Okay. All right, brings us to the Gemara. So the Gemara says there's a Raboshi Rabba did not um, accept this halacha, the Mishnah, as it is. It didn't, it didn't make sense to him that if you just find an animal in Shalayim, you're just actually bringing that animal as a korban. Um, who says it? Whatever. It just doesn't. It, it didn't. That's the korban that it is. It could be any korban. And he just, uh, therefore, what he basically says, it's love of the man, which basically means is that you found the animal, it's yours, and you just feel bad that, oh, maybe there's somebody who wanted to bring this animal as a carbon in it. So you're trying to cover for it. So it's love Basically, what you're doing is like the right thing to do is just take the, you know, the animal you're keeping. You know, the money, you, you'll, you'll provide the money to, um, you know, put it in for carbonola. In other words, sort of like you won't want to benefit or you want this person to give fulfillment as if he brought his carbon. So then you just put the cash in. That's what Rav Hoshia Rav says. Buchanan says it's not true. That's being mauled baggage. Baggage. What do you mean? You just take it. that it's okay. So the rov is. It goes by rov. If rov, if rov's charm are olos, then, then we look at it as an ola. If rov in the kevas are shlamim, then it goes by shlamim, and that's what dictates what it exactly is. Um, I shlamim can come from a zacher just like it can come from a nekeva. It's not a requirement that it be nekeva. So, um, so what do you do? You, you, uh, you're motzei l'chulin, and then you re-sanctify it, just in case it's a, a shlamim. You 
transferred it to Chulin by with money, and then you reconsecrate it as an Ola. So uh, the Gemara says, Reb um, it's uh, just like we saw, it explains that the Pshad is just like we saw elsewhere, that tonight Bezdin on Moser, that uh, it's brought as an Ola. So this too, the time Bezdin, on what you find, that it's an Ola. So once the time Bezdin comes in, takes effect, there's no issues anymore, and that's the situation over here as well. Um, Rav Yossi said to Rav Yaakov Acha, I don't understand, isn't this like falling into the category of a mazid? Meaning, um, you're being mechalal mazid shlamim. So it's like, no, no, no. Once it's a Tanai Bezdin, then it's not anything like that. Because Bezdin can basically change whatever it was to Enola. In other words, they have the power, it's part of the, included in the power of Bezdin, with the koach of Efker Bezdin, that there's no concern of that. And therefore, it's not a mazid that you're intentionally changing it from what it what it what it used to be or what it might have been to what it is. Um, it's not you doing anything, it's best in put it's what that's what happens to lost objects. Basically it is no longer what it used to be and now that's what it becomes is a carbonola. Now uh, Rabbi Yosef said that when he was uh, in Bavel he heard Rabbi Yudh asking the Shmuel what if somebody was Mafish's shackle and he died? So and he told him it goes Linadava and he told him also that Moser are serious Eifa of the Kohen Gadol. Um, um, so Rabbi Yochanan said that it goes to the And Rabbi Lazar says that it goes to the Dava. And uh, the Asiris Eifa of the Kohen Gadol. So Rabbi Yochanan says, as a major machlokas, how it, how it, uh, how, what's the process of the Asiris Eifa? According to Rabbi Yochanan, it was first split, and then it was Makadish each half. One half he was Makadish in the morning, and half was Makadish at night. Um, according to Rabbi Shimon Lakish, he was Makadish at first, and then he split it afterwards. So it was, the whole thing was Makadish. And we brought a Mishnah that was a kasha on Rabbi Yochanan, because the Mishnah says that you bring Mechza, and Mechza has to be destroyed. There's nothing you could do with the other half. Why would there be nothing to do with the other half? It's Chulid. They only was Maktish half. So, um, so Rabbi Yochanan would answer, the Gemara answers on behalf of Rabbi Yochanan that he holds that even money that was set aside for, for this need would be Goli Amamelech. So it's the same thing here. It's a, it was, even though it's not Hegdish per se, it's Kedushas Aguf, but it was for the purpose of, of Hegdish, and therefore the money would go, that's uh, even Kedushas Damim, is uh, Gozliyam Amela, so that, at, at least at that level. We brought another Mishnah that also is a question on Rav Yochran. They fixed the text to go to Rav, that it's asking on Rav Yochran. If you find, uh, it turns out that when a coin takes over midday, meaning the first coin Gadol passed away, second one took over, so the halacha is, is that two halves are going to be brought and two halves are going to be lost. Now, um, what we, we said, Mechza Rishon, Mechza Sheni, what do you do with the ones that you got to get rid of, the extra? It's two Bertzurasan and it has to go get burnt. Why would Rabbi Yochanan say that? That's the second half of the Kohen Gadol was never sanctified. So that's a kasha. And, and the same would be true. So that's the Shaila. So the answer is it's going to Kurb Shmuel who says that it was Makadashit in the Isaran measure. And that's the story. Okay, so that's how Rabbi Yochanan would answer that that was Aliba de Rabbi Shmuel. Next thing we talked about, yeah. One 
Kohen Gadol passed away, they had to bring, he had a daily sacrifice that he brought. This is this, this uh, Sirius Ha'efa. It was a, every day a Kohen Gadol must bring. So when, when someone takes over, so he, and, and it was brought in two halves. First he brought half in the morning, half in the afternoon. So he only brought half of his carbon that morning. So we need to bring the second half. That's all. So the person who takes over is going to... He takes. He has to. He has to bring that half also. So he splits it. He, he splits it and brings out the half. The other half. There's nothing you could do with. You have to toss. No, he did half of it. Yeah. So so we need to do. So he's going to do the second half. The Kohen Gadol takes over. We'll only be doing a half because that day you can't. You can't do the whole. It was already half brought in the morning, so he, that's what happens. He's going to split it and do one half of this. So there's two halves that are brought and two halves that are thrown out, that are get lost, get destroyed. So, so the, the other half of the first coin passed away. That he can't bring. Right, because he's not. It's, it's his, and he can't bring it. So, so the But he start, you can, there's no such thing as starting off with a half. So you start with a hole, and then you split it. Right. So there's two halves that are getting destroyed. Exactly. That's an excellent question. I don't think you have to assume that they're forbidden coins, honestly. But I can't answer that question based on what the, the idea, the reason why it's thrown the Yamamelech is the idea is that the Yamamelech will eat up whatever it is. Oh, it's that gold. Silver. Uh, silver. It would be completely oxidized. Gold doesn't, gold doesn't get uh, broken down. I don't know that it's gold thrown down there. But uh, you're saying maybe it's a good, uh, good business venture to dredge the Amamelach and catch all the gold. <laughs> See that? Dafyomi gives you business ideas. I want to... I want to... I want to... Treasure hunters. Recommended to treasure hunters. You never know. Okay. All right, that's a good question. All right, whatever. There might be easier ways to make money. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> brings us to the next next halacha. So uh, basically, the Gemara what, we're talking a few um, uh, that the, 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 uh, what happens when a coin for the first time is starting to do avoda. So there's an inaugural, inauguration process, and the way it works is that he's supposed to bring it also in a serious efa for his first time doing service. That's like it establishes him as a coin that does avod in the Beis Hamikdash, and that's supposed to be the first thing that he brings, um, and he must do it himself. It's like that's like, you know, that's how you establish yourself as um, as the coin as a as a uh, as a coin who does avod. Now, of course, there were years of training. There was years and years of training, of course. That's exactly right. Exactly. 
and then this was their like final test. It wasn't a test. It was bringing this carbon, and then they're established. Is there an age? Yes, I forgot. It was a, it was listed somewhere about the exact age. What how long the training period was? It was a long. It was like a college course. I mean, it was like uh, three years of training or something like that. I forgot the details. Anyway, we said both Kohen Gadol and Kohen Hediot. What if they did that voda without having brought that Sir Saifa? So he forgot. He didn't bring his personal carbon. Or the Kohen Gadol didn't bring his daily sacrifice of that Sir Saifa, and he did some other avoda. Is it acceptable or not? So he said it is. It doesn't pass. This requirement to do it first doesn't withhold a, a different avoda from being valid. It's still a valid, car, a valid avoda. Okay. Um, next we saw as Ramana asked the question, um, what if the, um, uh, the, the Kohen, who was very first day of service, he was also appointed as Kohen Gadol? Okay? Can happen. Why? Because his father was a Kohen Gadol before him. He's the son, and he's a, uh, very worthy in terms of his righteousness, but he never did service yet. And, um, and now it's his first day of inauguration, and it's his first day as Kohen Gadol. So he's starting out as a Kohen Gadol. What, what's the story? So the halacha is, is that um, he's going to have to bring two karbonas. I don't know how common this was, but he would have to bring two karbonas of Vasir Zepho. One for his inauguration of Chinuch Avoda, and the other as Kohen Gadol. So they, in other words, you can't double up on it. It's two different, two different ideas. Okay. What's the matter? No, it's not automatic, but if the son's worthy, there was, a, you know, all other things being equal. Yes, well, here's the story. Kohen Gadol, it, it, it's, it's interesting. It was, it was a consensus who was worthy to be the next Kohen Gadol used to be. It really was a pointee of the king, technically. The problem was, it's a representative of the people. Problem was, is that it became a, a, a purchasable right. That's what happened. Meaning, and that's when things went downhill, and the quantum, it was like uh, people who weren't worthy were, were just for the honor, became Kwanim. Right, right. It was enough money, you know, you could even, right, and that's true. As soon as they did service, and that's what he was saying, they lost the Kwanim on a yearly basis uh, because going into the Kodesh Kedoshim did not bode well for the coin who, who Kohen Gadol, who was not uh, worthy. But, uh, you know, it's an amazing thing when you think about it as far as covered goes. It's like, yeah, but I'm a really a good guy. I, I don't know how to read, whatever. I don't know anything, but I'm a good guy. It won't happen to me, even though it happened to everybody before him. It's like, yeah. And even though he knows that he paid money for his position, and that's the only reason why he's Kohen Gadol. It's, Yes, that's what they tied a rope around his leg. The legs, the legs, the legs. The legs so they could drag him out. Yeah. Anyway, but um, okay. Anyway, so that's the story. Um, next, we saw is um, okay. So that's the two. Um, we the, we saw details about the scarpon. It says the word tufine. So is machlok is what that means? Is it uh, it means that it's baked well or baked raw? Anyway, it was both fried and baked. And this machlokas, what was the order? Was it fried first and then it was baked? Or was it baked first and then it was fried? And uh, it's also machlokas tanoim because either it's red as to, to, that it should be te'al fenna, 
na, which means partially baked before, partially cooked before, which means that it was fried first and then baked, or is the na, which should be baked nicely, which means that it would have been baked first before it was fried, because uh, once it's fried, it's already not going to look so nice. Anyway, um, and that's the, that's the, the, the same machlokas. We also saw that, um, um, that uh, by the way, that don't think that it's only a Kohen Gadol who dies that we would have to worry about this situation. Even a Kohen Gadol who uh, became Tameh. So there's another Kohen Gadol. He can't be, he can't be a Kohen. He can't be serving as a Kohen Gadol if he's Tameh. So they had to appoint a Kohen Gadol instead. So that other Kohen Gadol would be would to be, be, be doing the same thing with Asir Sa'ifa. Um, and even if it's a mum, yeah, even if it's a mum, it's the same thing. If it's a temporary mum, so he's so he said it, so it, he lost the status, but it's the same halacha. Yeah, anyway, yes, he does get his position back, but the second one is like in in the limbo because he was. A Kohen Gadol, once he served as a Kohen Gadol, you can't go down anymore to be a Kohen Ediyot, but you can't serve as a Kohen Gadol, so you're just like, sort of, you're like, you never do service at all. Yeah, he's a backup. He's just still a backup, right, he could still be a backup, but uh, the bottom line is, he's waiting, you know, he's waiting in the wings. Yeah. Like the people in the army. Oh, well, I, usually the person who they put in instead is, is somebody who, who they have in mind that would take over next. That's, I would imagine. Okay. Anyway, so that's the story. Um, and uh, we mentioned in the end of the Gemara, talking about the, you know, the machlokes of how is the mincha brought? Is it Mishal Yorshim? Or is it... Uh, or is it um, and we said that it's not... That you don't split it. It, that's based on the Pasuk of Osa, that it has to be Kula and fully intact. Um, and that was Machlok, that was Rabbi Huda's opinion. We saw Rabbi Shim's opinion, who says that it was Mishal Tzibor, based on the Pasuk of Chak Olam. And the last thing we said is that it says Kalil Takter, that means that it was completely consumed on the Mizbech, and that is where we left off yesterday, and we're taking it from the bottom of the page. Okay, one.